Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to episode 108 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this week. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, April 9th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. Hmm, it says here that if a person's not married by the time he's 35, he's got a better chance of being robbed at gunpoint by a desperate and somewhat bloated Christian Slater. <laughs> My name's Casey Lyons. I'll be right back. I won't let your guts blow out of your face. My name's Greg Legro, and back then people wrote books and movies. Movies that had stories. So you cared whose ass it was and why it was farting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, we got so much to talk about. A double dose of Captain America this week. Oh yeah, Captain all sorts of it. Two, cap. Yeah. Uh, two of us saw Captain America. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, t- yeah, two of us saw Captain America the Winter Soldier. One of us had to stay at home and watch Captain America from 1990. Uh, and we'll get into that in Film Roulette as well as rolling for next week's movies. We have more 9021 Oh Yeah Relay at the end of the episode where we are taking turns watching episodes of Season 1 of 90210. And then we will continue our TV Dad cage match where we pit TV sitcom dads uh, in a fight to the death. It's true. Week after week. Week after week. <laughs> after week after week. <laughs> we are relentless. Yeah. Um, mm. Just before we get to our usual miscellany, I have two plugs. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Oh. <laughs> Special effects. I felt like we needed a theme. <laughs> um, no, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it <that>. sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> you never forget it. Um, so today, Wednesday, if you're listening to this on April 9th, I believe uh, there is a new lecture series at the royal the black museums doing another one of their lectures they are doing a lecture about snuff films and popular culture oh so uh you should go check that out Mm -hmm. i think they're covering everything from when uh martin sheen saw guinea pig on vhs at a party and thought it was real uh (laughs) up until like eight millimeter and 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 towards today Uh, oh we're not talking about like faces of death kind of stuff i think yeah totally but then like kind of how that goes into popular culture and movies and stuff uh so that's gonna be great but also this Sunday, yeah, is the is a really awesome event that we run called Video Vengeance. Yes, the yeah. fifth one. Mm-hmm. How come five. that one didn't have an echo? The fifth one, 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 one. Video <laughs> Vengeance. Ends, ends, ends. Ooh, now it sounds important. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're screening Ninja Three: The Domination. Yeah, yes. and uh, boy, is that a wonderful film! It's special. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's part of my childhood. 
Yeah, actually, I I have a friend at work that was like, "Oh, you like ninja movies? You got to see this one." They're, he like fights all these cops, and at the beginning, and I was like, "That's Ninja 3. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I watched it all the time when I was a kid," and I was like, "That's weird." Yeah. So many. This movie touched a lot of kids. Yeah. In weird ways. Yeah. I can yeah, only assume. It, now, it doesn't make any. That's not. Uh, wasn't a good choice, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't let me have that one. It was a movie over. that touched kids in awkward ways. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you were doing with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no kid would ever look at V8 juice the same again after that. <laughs> no, no. And that's why I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be great. Sunday, please come out at 7.30 at Kitsch. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. And those are my plucks, 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 plucks. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, well, how's everyone doing? <laughs> good. Oh, I'm good. I'm pretty good. Yeah, no, the weather's I was, turned. I was all wrapped up by the plugs. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. The weather's turned. I have less teeth in my head. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You're, you're getting teeth ripped out of your face <laughs> yeah. left and right. <laughs> what happened there? I, I had a broken tooth. Oh. Uh, a molar in my upper uh, right-hand side of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they had to. It was broken very badly. There was no saving it, so they had to yank it out of my head yesterday. Damn. Yeah. It was an alarming experience, although faster than I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. And then he was like, do you want to see what I pulled out? And I was like, I don't know, it's a yeah. tooth. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. Don't do that. Was it gross? Really gross. It was like all bloody and shit? All so much blood. Oh, gross. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, what yeah. happens when they rip shit out of your it's head. It's true, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Then I, so I spent uh, most of yesterday lying around feeling sorry for myself, but uh, with codeine. Oh, yeah. How was that? Did you get uh, did you get a little wacky? Well, uh, you know, it just, it just makes you drowsy. Yeah, mostly, you know, but I was very happy to just watch stuff. I watched Stand By Me again. Nice. You know, that's the best movie in the world. That's great. (laughs) It's so great. Even better on Cody. It's true. (laughs) You see all the different layers. (laughs) It's crazy how good. Yeah, suck his fat one. It's crazy how good Jerry O'Connell is in that movie. And then never again. Like, he's good in Jerry Maguire. Uh, You know, he's fine or whatever. And he's actually, I'm not a fan of Can't Hardly Wait, but his scene's okay. Uh, but yeah, he's so fucking great as Vern. Well, like, I mean, so great. I, I think the same could be said of of uh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman has been entertaining in other movies, I like Goonies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but he he's, never he's, put in a really great performance like he did in uh, in Stand By. Yeah, he's great in it, and uh, and Will Wheaton too. Will yep. Wheaton didn't really do anything. Oh like, yeah, oh Willie Wheats. Oh Wesley totally. Crusher. You know, no he's one... got uh, he's got a new show coming out. Does he? Well, yeah. he's like a nerd king now. Yeah, yeah I think nerd it's king actually on the, the nerdist. Yeah, he's yeah. got like a new season of his show where he talks about uh, tabletop gaming or whatever. I think, oh, is I think, that what yeah, it is? Yeah, well, I, I know that he does that. Yeah, and it's called like tabletop, and I think they're doing another season. They're kickstarting it or something. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, God bless him. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. That's something I'll never, ever watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I went to the the theater uh, Ooh, in between uh, going to see Captain America two, and I saw <laughs> in between like right in the middle. Right in the middle, yeah. I was <laughs> you were like, like, "Fuck this! Movie. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm gonna watch another movie, and then I'll be back." Yeah. Uh, no, I went to I'll the just have some friends watch this one for me <laughs> and tell me what they, what they thought of it. <laughs> uh, I went to the Tiff Bell Lightbox and saw Yodowski's Dune. Oh, you oh. did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really cool, super mm-hmm. interesting movie. Uh-huh. Uh, really, really fascinating. Uh, funny and uh, yeah, just really cr- what a crazy story and what a crazy project that came so close to uh, getting into production that just never did. Yeah. But also oddly uplifting, sure, because it's also kind of like about it didn't have a chance to really fail because they never made it to the point where, uh, like uh, Lost in Menacha, the movie with um, Terry Gilliam, mm-hmm. documents what actually happens when you get to like an unfilmable <laughs> stage <laughs> and you're on set with like storms and stuff. Kind of more of just like we made it to this point and then it influenced Hollywood. And kind of how how cool that is. Yeah. Also, 
Alejandro has one scene that is like uh, super sexist, <laughs> and, and I and I had heard about it before the movie, and I kept waiting for it. And I will say to anyone that has heard sort of people coming out and saying like, "Yeah, that movie was great," except for his views on women. It's like it, it when it does come, you'll know what scene it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, really, really interesting movie, definitely. Wow. Yeah. yeah, pretty well done. That. They do a lot of stuff with the storyboards and sort of like reanimating what the storyboards uh, would have presented in a really cool way. Yeah. yeah that was really cool to see. Oh, super cool. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw the trailer. The trailer looks amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. The more you about. know. Yeah. <laughs> I get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> It was um, a hard movie to make, and they didn't make it the end. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of news this week, though, or a lot of talk mm-hmm. about shit, like that uh, Goonies 2 sequel. Yeah. yeah. Or just Goonies 2. I Goonies suppose. 2, yeah. yeah not I don't know. It's not a sequel to a movie that doesn't, that hasn't right. been made yet. Yeah. The sequel to Goonies, Goonies 2. <laughs> but Good. So Richard Donner is the one talking about this a lot. Yeah. He's, he's been spreading the word, and uh, Sean yeah, Austin Yeah, he's been yapping he, about this for a while. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to direct it. He doesn't want to direct it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't they have somebody... Isn't there a cool name being t- tossed mm, around? I don't know. But I, the thing I read had no name attached, but Richard Donner, Chris Columbus, and Spielberg just want to produce yeah. it. And Corey Feldman is kind of waiting for his email. He's yeah. like, all right, <laughs> let me know, guys. He's right. waiting by his friend's computer because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah, most of them, no problem getting back, I think. They'll be happy to be in a film. Yeah. But, the yeah, idea but what are they going to do, Jeff? Young... Cohen's not fat anymore. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's going to be a dad of a fat kid, maybe. He better be. Because that's what it is. They're going to have new kids, new Goonies, and then the old cast making cameos as parents. Okay. And stuff. All right. Which I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to, don't do this. I know, I'm kind of on the same, <laughs> like, I mean, I know I'm I'm like, I've often railed against people being like, oh, just like let movies that are remakes be what they are, but at the same time, like, I don't know, I don't want it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I this don't know who totally does unnecessary. want it. Yeah. Totally oh, watch unnecessary. It. Like if they, yeah. If it was, if this was 1988, yes. yeah, give me another Goonies movie. I love right. the Goonies. More, please. But yeah. it's, it's 2014. Yeah. This is it's, fucking it, retarded. It's when that amount of time passes that you just, you literally, you don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, I don't want a new Dumb and Dumber movie. It's been so long. Yeah. I don't need it. No. I didn't really <laughs> want the first Dumb and Dumber movie, but I like that it's movie. Good. Yeah, I know every. I like. I feel like I'm wrong with my. Yeah, you are. I, I tried as hard as I could the end. to get into the Farrelly Brothers, but just I'm sorry, I'm steamrolling you here on this. The end. They're yeah. like, but they're like uh, uh, Mike Myers, where they just make public domain jokes and go. We did that. I guess. I don't know. I really uh, like the first I, one. It's really funny. Yeah, to me. I think yeah, it's pretty funny. Too. I think Kingpin's I think it's really less funny, funny than it's funny though. Yeah, Kingpin I like as a lot as well. Yeah. Uh, they definitely they had like a couple hits right there at the beginning, and then and boom, then just, just really like bad. tanked. Yeah. yeah, super bad. Yeah, I don't know. You know Stuck speak, on you was the only old, great one they ever did. Oh yeah. Speaking of old movies from the '90s, though, that maybe don't need to come back. What is going on with every '90s movie being a TV show now? Oh, um, well, because Fargo's oh, yeah. coming up. Apparently, yeah. that looks good. Though. Yeah, but that looks that looks, so that might be all right. Dawn of the Dead is, or sorry, Dusk Till Dawn is just terrible. Yeah. But now there's a Twelve Monkeys yeah. TV yeah. show. Coming. Why? Who's that fool? I yeah. like Twelve Monkeys a lot. I think it's a good movie, but my TV I do show. think yeah. the idea of taking movies like that that were like that are I don't know. There's that's those are interesting ideas to me. Although the Dust Till Dawn one apparently really sucks, it's I really can bad. see I can understand why like. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think there's an interest in me in taking stories that existed as a film that maybe could have stretched their legs out and then like allowing it to do that. Like yeah. the Fargo uh, yeah, no, one I'm... rings true. It's like what else is going on? Like sure, let's see sure. more. But and that and that does work if you're going to do it that way, which Fargo is doing. But yeah. like the Dust Till Dawn one is just like here hey, it is again. Remember the movie and where you changed some stuff and made it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. You like this movie, but thought it wasn't stupid enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the pitch in the yeah. in, in yeah, the boardroom. Yeah. It's like okay, a movie, guys. but stupider and yeah. longer. <laughs> oh, and the actors aren't any good. <laughs> yeah, Greenlit. Um, yeah. Two I seasons like and we a movie. Tweener from Prison Break. <laughs> um, I don't, like I don't. I feel like that's what they're gonna do with Twelve Monkeys too. Yeah, it's like I tell you the movie, but like dumbed down and with weird with added plot that wasn't necessary. Is there any names? It's a ninety-minute movie, and that's, it was enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I think it's for the Sci-Fi Network, so okay. you know it's going to be good. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're going to put at least five thousand dollars behind this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, uh, I, I could understand maybe being excited if there was uh, some names behind it. Yeah, no, you know, like an interesting showrunner or I yeah, don't know, but I'm not anybody I care about. I don't. Yeah, think. no. I, I just want what's next. What '90s movie is going to get the treatment next? What else is going to be turned into a TV show? Um, <laughs> can't think of a funny one to say. Ah, <laughs> oh, but movies were in the nineties. Uh, should have mentioned it before uh, they started the show. Yeah, <laughs> we could have had them locked and loaded. <laughs> I need time to write my bits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Think I don't about know. it for next week. I, you know, like I would love it's to see so uh, Dreamscape funny. turned into a TV show. There you That's go. That's not nineties though. No. But no, that I would be a good like, show. Though. I would just like, there's endless possibilities. Yeah, it's all dreams. Dreamscape uh, either reboot that thing or or turn it that's, into a TV show. That's how you get a Snake Man in your movie. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you hear that from Dust Till Dawn. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm watching want... the wrong Snake Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've been doing. I know, I watched Snake Eyes, and I was like, what a crock. No snakes. <laughs> that guy doesn't even look very much like a snake at all. His eyes are regular eyes. They <laughs> should have called this movie not Snake Eyes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, well, I watched a couple things. Yeah, what is it? Uh, let me tell you. Uh, oh, I rewatched American Psycho. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's still good. It's not as great as I remember it being. No? Yeah. Um, I just watched it recently, too, like uh, six months ago or something. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely still watchable. It has really uh, iconic, like, memorable scenes. But it feels like a lot of scenes strung together. Yeah, it doesn't... Like, it, right. it doesn't really commit to following the murder investigation that uh, Willem Dafoe is just sort of haphazardly <laughs> doing. Um, and, like, so for a movie, it sort of just feels like a bunch of vignettes of yeah. slick 80s lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. But they're really entertaining, uh, so I can't really yeah, fault it. absolutely. But it doesn't hang together. Yeah. I, think, no, I haven't seen it in a long time, but the the last time I watched it in, in any amount of, of, of watches was probably, like, film school. Yeah. And it feels like kind of like a film school movie to me, where it's yeah, just, yeah. like, these really, really key scenes that we were all talking about and that we, we thought the movie was kind of, like, a masterpiece at the time. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it later, and you're like, it's just those scenes or whatever yeah. I feel like there was a lot of movies like that for me in film school like everyone was all like obsessed with like Boondock Saints and I was kind of yeah. like ugh I, gross dude I fully don't get that yeah me either but it's just like one of those things where enough scenes are in a movie for people to be like oh that dialogue or whatever and then yeah, they yeah. think the whole movie was yeah. a classic I, and I watched it with somebody for the first time I, like I haven't seen it for the longest time and I watched it with somebody who at the end was like see and I was like and it was somebody who has, whose feelings I didn't want to hurt so yeah. I was like oh yeah oh yeah what Boondock Saints yeah, yeah. Boondock Saints I was 
and, and I walked away from going, "What the fuck?" It's this just fine. looks like a it's shitty like, Canadian movie for like a like I assumed it was straight to video. I don't know if it had a theatrical. I don't release, know. But I was like, it had a small theatrical. Okay, release. well, I just kind of thought it was like so I rented it one night. And I'm like, well, who knows? And yeah. I really thought Willem Dafoe was entertaining in it. So like mm-hmm. for a no budget straight to video movie that doesn't have any business being good, I was pleasantly surprised right. with it. That doesn't make it a good movie. No, it's no. Got it's got some really just... bad dialogue in it, some really bad storytelling. I did never see the sequel. Did anyone see it? Mm-mm. No. 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 no, no. Hasn't there been a couple? Why would I bother? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, what else you watch, Casey? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I finally got around to watching Roger Dodger. Okay. Uh, I, I've seen part of that, and I don't remember why I turned it off. Uh, <laughs> probably because it's not great. Yeah, okay. I think <laughs> no. it was one of those, like, I was watching on Netflix, and I had to go do something, and I just never got back around to it kind of thing. Yeah. I, I can't say it's not great. It, it actually is fairly well written. Um, Campbell Scott is uh, good. It's very much of its time. Like, it's a movie where people sit and talk and ruminate yeah. about uh, relationships and uh, yeah. about uh, how men and women are, are, you know, and how the decline of uh you know masculinity yeah. and blah blah so it's very talky and it's very like it doesn't get anywhere it just sits around and talks about itself it just kind of goes like well this is how men are yeah. and this is how women are it, and it always felt like a less successful uh successfully executed um in the company of men to me uh not that they are share similar plots or whatever, but I mean they're both kind of like that talky. Like yeah, here's it's, men and women. It's, it's very much like distilling men and women yeah. down to these sort of like hyper intellectual points or or kind yeah. of speculative points that are are kind. Of, it's kind of like okay, well look, this is very cute as a stylized piece. Yeah, and you know the acting is great. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg uh, is great as yeah. a kid. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley is surprisingly acceptable. Yeah. But uh but yeah, by and large it was a movie I could have missed. Yeah. Speaking of movies where people sit around and talk the whole time from that era, did you ever see The Business of Strangers with no. Stockard Channing and Julia Stiles? <laughs> no, but you've got my yeah. attention now. No, I that I, I actually I remember really liking that movie and it it's from that era of just sort of like, oh, these two people these two characters meet at like a in an airport and like kinda of like what happens and I remember thinking it was along the lines of in the company of men as well. Right. Yeah. I don't know, there's a that period of filmmaking some of those movies i find even though they maybe don't date that well i have like a affinity for because right. when like in the early 2000s that was kind of like the underground like filmmaking indie thing to do i was just getting into that stuff so i was like oh like in the company of men when that hit vhs i like freaked out in that movie like i loved it yeah boy neil labute has had a really weird career oh since my god that movie <laughs> um, just a steady down like a couple of other ones that were pretty good and then you're up <laughs> yeah and just uh <laughs> Wicker Man. Weird. Yeah. Mm. He's got another thing coming out, I think, that's his thing. Like, maybe he wrote and directed kind of thing. It'd be interesting uh, to see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was. Jesus, That's I guess a, that was uh, all. I, I've been watching right. a lot of Bob's Burgers too. And, yeah, I actually yeah. just started watching that again because the yeah. third season went on yeah, Netflix. Totally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I had only watched half of it, so now that it's all up there, I'm going to go through it. Yeah, what a great show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should uh, is that it? Should we? I feel like there's something else. Uh, is there any trailers or anything we want to talk about? Um, Mickey Rooney died. Mickey, yeah. yeah, he did die. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> All right. And I feel bad. Like a, a whole life in, in front of the camera, or, you know, and uh, a legendary star. Yet, like the like my real knowledge of him or experience with him is Dana Carvey's impression. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the war. Bang. I saw like. Um, <laughs> And 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 that's and, my. That's the only thing I care to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, everyone well. was posting the stuff from him on The Simpsons. 
just mm-hmm. like everything but his work. Yeah, but, <laughs> like everything yeah. that references what a weird old man he is yeah. in popular culture. But no one actually but, posting like actual they, work. They, they, yeah, yeah. Well, let's did. just go back and watch clips from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's encapsulate his career in one weird racist <laughs> uh, performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh well, uh, on yeah. that point, yeah. Let's uh, mosey on over to film roulette. Okay. Shall we? Okay. Sure thing, fellas. Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and two high rollers get to go see a major release in theaters right now. Two of us went and saw Captain America the Winter Soldier and the loser has to go see something shitty or stay at home and watch something shitty. Greg did that this week. Stay at home and watch the original theatrical Captain America from 1990. And, did uh, it get a theatrical release? I don't know. It was planned to. I know that. supposed Because yeah. there are teaser posters online that you can find that say, Coming! Ni- summer 1990 do this theater or whatever but they have a question mark <laughs> maybe <Coming>? <laughs> <laughs> 1990 but Captain the America? loser has, gets Captain? to give the winner an album to listen to for the rest of the week as punishment and that's what happened last week when I gave these guys a turtles <laughs> album maybe well, not the turtles you're thinking no. of <laughs> not the good turtles you no. were very misleading <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Coming out of their shells tour, I made these guys listen to it. We're going to find all about it. But first, let's get into the movies. Big, big release this week. Uh, everyone has been talking about it. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo, who you will remember from showing up in the credits from tons of television from Rest Development to Happy Endings to Running Wild and a bunch of other stuff. Did they do some Office? I'm not, I can't remember. Uh, well, I mean, everybody directed at least one episode yeah. of The, of the yeah. Office. So yeah, I, I believe they did a certain amount of that. Uh, and this stars Parks Chris Evans, Samuel Jackson, Scarlett Johansson, a bunch of other people. Uh, so, did you see the original Captain America, Casey? The, fir- the, 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 the first film? You mean the first Chris Evans one? Yes. I did, yes. Okay, what did you think of that? Uh, I really liked it, yeah. but then I immediately forgot about it. Yeah, that was my... I, I watched that, and I kind of fell asleep during it, not because the movie was boring, but just because I was super tired. Yeah. But I do remember thinking it was like... An, I really liked how they kind of set it in, like, the, they had the Nazi thing going on. I thought it was a pretty cool... It was a kind of an outlier yeah. of the Marvel movies, in a way. Like, it was a lot more kind of stylized. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it could be, because it happened in the past kind of yeah. thing. Like, it didn't have to follow the timeline of, of what was happening around. Yeah. Yeah, the Avengers. Was, I, I thought it was a pretty fitting movie yeah. for the character. Mm-hmm. I didn't blow me away or anything, but it was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And so coming into this one, there's been a shitload of hype. Everyone's just been uh, saying it's the best. Yeah. Uh, it's got a, like 89% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 8.3 mm-hmm. on IMDb. I've seen many people say best uh, Marvel movie since Avengers. Like people saying that this is how, this will be the template yeah. now for all other Marvel movies. This is how you make a Marvel movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, IMDb describes the plot as Steve Rogers struggles to embrace his role in the modern world and battles a new threat from old history, the Soviet agent known as the Winter Soldier. Uh, okay. How do you how do you want to tackle this? Uh, all right. Well, first off, my feelings on the movie, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked this movie. I yeah. liked it. I, I you know? saw it last night. IMAX 3D. Yeah, I saw it in 3D as Big well. Big ass motherfucking screen. I can tell you elements of the plot. Yeah. Well, okay. So 
I think this movie benefits from the core plot being kind of like a in some regards like a 70s sort of political thriller in in as much as that there's like a disc and they've run into information they shouldn't have and who can we trust and we got to say figure out what's on this disc before sort of like an unknown threat gets us i mean it exists as sort of a callback to those movies in pretty shallow regards but i think because it kind of has that angle to it it was entertaining yep like i thought that was fun i I thought that was fun but i thought it was pretty bare oh it is i thought it was just like um there's a there's a bad uh, congressman or whatever the fuck yeah. he was. I don't know. America <laughs> yeah. politics. It doesn't have guy. the it doesn't have the emotional investment you get from those movies. It's kind no, of nodding or, or to. really the intricacy. Like it really plays more on the um, on the sort of I mean, sci-fi yeah. like information that they are. It's like that they are withholding, which is cool. Yeah, it's about as deep as like hackers. It's um, like oh, yeah. <laughs> someone's got a disc and I'm not supposed to have the disc and now they're after me, kind of thing. Like it's not deep. Yeah, I, no. But I like that that was there. Sure. Because I felt like that was one of the only things that kind of set it apart. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. A- and also, it was a nice backdrop for some crazy fucking fight scenes. Yeah, like okay. Like some really fucking the cool fight scenes. The action scenes in this movie are fucking wonderful. Amazing. I thought, like, some for, of the best I've seen in the whole Marvel definitely. thing. Definitely. The first action scene was all right. And yeah. then once you get to the car chase, about half an hour, I think, into the movie with uh, Nick Fury, I was like, woo, I'm on board totally. for this. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, why bananas. are they veering off into this whole thing? Like, what is the point of all this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that part was pretty cool. Um, I thought the dialogue was really clunky. Like, a little. I, thought that I didn't the love it. Was a little bit like, why is he I saying that, that right yeah. now? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was paced like great. No. Yeah, I it mean, it was fine, but yeah, I mean, this movie definitely felt a lot shorter than other movies because it was only two hours and like ten or whatever instead yeah. of two and a half. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. I thought there was lots of things to like about it. Scarlett Johansson was pretty badass. She had some really great stuff in there. Yeah, she was. Um, She's getting a solo movie now. Oh yeah, yeah. good. Mm. I'd be down for that for sure. She's great in the role. I yeah. don't know that much about the the character other than these movies. Yeah. So I don't know. How I'd like I'm to supposed know more. To... Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she's got a rich background, been around forever. Yeah. In comics. Cool. You know, it's, it's all spy espionage. Yeah. 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 Right. This movie definitely feels a little bit more a piece of the Marvel universe than the first Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it doesn't kind of. Well, well because like it is present day. The first one, or. Um, as much? I would say about as much. They both kind Which of have... Which one would you marry? Which one would you... <laughs> Wait, and then <laughs> what's the third movie that... What's my third option to kill? <laughs> Gremlins uh, 2. Oh, okay. Well, I'm marrying <laughs> Gremlins 2. Which is canonical to this world. I'm, it's true. A lot I, of people lock, I would lock Gremlins 2 down so quick. <laughs> Put a baby in it. Yeah. <laughs> um... No, I just think like the Russos did a really good job at taking sort of their style, which isn't really necessarily a style. It's kind of everyone's style. Yeah, and yeah, doing they do it tend to conform fine. to whatever. Yeah, like it. This movie looks like a Marvel movie that was yeah. directed by you know insert Marvel director here, and I think that's not necessarily something to undermine. You know, no, no, it's fine. Like, like it's a little shaky, but I did not. It didn't act. It didn't get sick watching it. It wasn't too shaky, and I did grasped the visual geography of most of the action scenes absolutely like i, I thought that the the action was handled really well yeah. and and also again like just the sound i know i saw it in in imax yeah kind of thing but the sound was fucking fantastic the sound design like when somebody gets punched in the face or hit in the face with a flying shield you fucking feel it yeah it was really <laughs> really cool in that respect but i found that the movie was was entirely forgettable yeah i thought I that know. the the whole the technology that they're talking about 
um, was really cool and a, and a cool idea. And yeah, a little another kind of little report esque. Yeah, but, uh, and another little nod to kind of like drones and stuff. Right. Yeah. In about as subtle as you can be in this kind of big, huge blockbuster thing. Like they don't. How's Redford uh, in it? Redford's good. Yeah. You know, I liked uh, him. Yeah, he was good, but I mean, he doesn't have a ton to do. He has nothing to do. Like mm. he's just he's a villain. Yeah. One of two, I guess you would say, one of two main villains in this movie. Yeah. I, it, I thought it was interesting that it's called The Winter Soldier and it doesn't actually have all that much. Like, for there, there's a lot of this movie that has an almost, not nothing to do with the character, but, like, he's not but there But the character's very peripheral. He's yeah. just kind of like, oh, let's bring this guy in Until, like, stuff. the third act. Well, yeah, and I think, is it known? If you read comics, you know who the fuck he is. Okay. I know who he is. So when it's revealed who he is, I don't know if I want to reveal it no, or, we'll or say not. No, 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 but, yeah. For people. Um... When it's revealed who it is, I felt in in the um, theater this uh, people are all around me <gasps> like yeah, that, and yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, am I supposed to care?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a little bit the same way because the the first film was so in the back of my mind. I was like, "Is that someone I'm supposed to recognize?" And then a, also, bit, a minute later, I was like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> but, but also, like from the context of the movie, I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah." that's who it is like that's what they've been building towards yeah so i didn't know if it was supposed to be a big reveal or not yeah yeah i don't know i can't say that i had a bad time i don't think no. that the flaws in this movie i think this is one of the better marvel movies for sure, sure. absolutely I, I won't watch it again i think i would but it's i don't know i had a really fun time watching it but i do so think I. it's been a couple days you know i can tell you the the really awesome action shit that i thought was great but i don't think it's gonna have like lasting impressions for no. me yeah but, I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know. It's uh, not you, terrible. Did you stay for both of the post-credits or the mid-credits and post-credits? I stayed for the first one. The one that they do after they do the initial sort of credit and then they do a little spoiler and then they go to the classic credits and I get out of there after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not waiting all the way down here. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought it was funny. The first one was was actually directed by Joss Whedon. That had something to do with, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't no, know either. But actually, that makes sense people. because yeah. now, I, like, visually... I didn't know and, what it was. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I could I could definitely... That makes sense. Yeah, I, I didn't know yeah. what the reveal was. I was like, oh, okay, th- this could add a cool element to things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I don't know who these people are. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I would definitely say, like, people that are interested in seeing this, definitely go see it in theaters. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. I get the IMAX 3D. Yeah. Movies, it's certainly so. worth seeing, and and definitely like after. A, uh, I mean, I was thinking earlier, like compare this movie to sort of what we experienced this summer, and this thing plays like gangbusters in comparison, like to Star Trek Two yeah. and fucking Man of Steel. Like this is oh, way man. more if enjoyable. If this had than that. been a, a last summer movie, this would have been yeah. the movie of the summer. But it, I think. but it is kind of like I am getting a little tired. It's like when every Marvel character is going to get like two or three movies, and we're seeing them fucking pushed out every year. Yeah, like this is just getting lost in a sea of other Marvel movies for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is Marvel just giving people yeah. more of the same. Th- there's ones I haven't yeah, even but seen. If you're a and... comic fan, it's awesome. I know. <laughs> yes, more of the same, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. No, for sure. I love this. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely worth seeing. I had a good time. I will say the biggest thing that this that this mo- seeing this movie did for me was kind of make me want to see the new Spider-Man movie. So yeah, I saw a, a preview for that. And, yeah, they, they, and, they showed the extra oh, long preview. Yeah, That's yeah, what I, I forgot about uh, when we were talking earlier. Spider-Man uh, 2, and then what they are leading up to, something you and I were talking about a little while ago at the bars, they are going to make a Sinister Six movie. Oh. Right. They are leading to that. That's why there's so many villains being introduced because there's going to be a villain-based movie where Spider-Man's not the main character. Interesting. And they're looking at Drew Goddard to do it. Yes, cool. I saw that. Yeah. 
if you're going to give that cool. movie to someone, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you give it to him. That's really cool news. Sorry yeah. to jump in on your thing there. No, no, definitely. That's, yeah. I, wanted, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's good to know. That that might help me sort of invest a little bit more in the, yeah, in the yeah. franchise. Yeah, that trailer looks... I mean, the action in that Superman... Sorry, Spider-Man 2 trailer looks pretty fucking bananas. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And I started to go... Like, I mean, it still looks lame as fuck what do i like about being spider-man everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off um but didn't he, uh, he makes a pretty garbage like web-based pun in there oh he? totally what, he what have you been doing what have you been doing peter i've been doing some web design yeah. wink spider-man 2 oh god <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it's... pew 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just starts saying that some web design pew 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 spider-man 2 in theaters now <laughs> what yeah um yeah but 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 honestly the action does look pretty yeah pretty yeah it looks right. good like yeah. the updated suit looks good too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. cool right. yeah captain america yeah yeah, so that's my Captain America. Go see Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, here's a great segue. Speaking of Captain America. <laughs> that's the most apt segue Speaking you of use. Captain America. Film Greg- Roulette featuring Captain America and Captain, Captain America. America. Oh, my goodness. Greg stayed at home and watched Captain America from 1990. This is the episode of uh, Echo. Uh, this movie was directed by Albert Pyun, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> who shoots lasers. Albert Pyun, Pyun, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, who directed Cyborg, our upcoming Time That's Bandits right. episode. Mm. Uh, classic go-to canon films guy. Uh, is this a canon films release? I believe it is. Uh, or was Roger Corman involved? Um, Roger Corman? Because I know Roger Corman did... Uh, no, he did the Fantastic Four. All right. No, you're, this is 21st Century Films Presents, Fantastic. Marvel. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. see uh, canon anywhere no, on no, here. No, I didn't see. I watched it last night. I didn't see that. I didn't see that logo that brings yeah. me happiness. And it did um, uh, It did hit the UK cinemas. Right. Yeah. It's sitting at a, a nice, healthy 3.2 yeah. on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, yep. Our storyline is frozen in the ice for decades. Captain America is freed to battle against arch criminal the Red Skull. Yes. This movie has Ronnie Cox in it, hey. Ned Beatty, mm. so I assume this is a sequel to Deliverance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at what point does Captain America fuck Ned Beatty up the butt? <laughs> like 44-minute mark. Sk- skip to that part. <laughs> Darren McGavin's in this. I love Darren McGavin. Who does he fuck up the butt? Um, and the Red Skull is played by the uh, Christian Slater's dad in Pump Up the Volume. Ooh. I wish you had Scott. stopped at Christian Slater or Christian Slater's death. <laughs> Scott Howland. Uh, according to Wikipedia, the film rights were originally owned by Canon, and then eventually uh, in 89, I guess, as part of a severance package, a bunch of people at 21st Century were given control or something, and they carried mm. over the rights or whatever. Yeah, like the, <laughs> this was a movie that was like it passed hands and then yeah. half heartedly got made. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, and Melinda Dillon's in it, too. Um. Yeah. So this movie is about Captain America, <laughs> and good name. Though. I don't know what to. I don't know how to go about this. It starts off, and I was like, "Well, you know what? For like a no budget '90s, like 1990, yeah, action movie, this is not so bad. I guess that was quickly extinguished. This movie is." <laughs> fucking unbelievably bad yeah. <laughs> it's uh and the guy they got to play captain america matt salinger just the worst what do we know him from uh, i don't know he was one he's one of the jocks in uh, revenge of the nerds 
<laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not... Uh, you he's know, not Ted McGinley. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I had to look him up and go, oh, yeah, he was in that. He was in What Dreams May Come and episodes of Law & Order Special Victims Unit right. and 24. Yeah, he sucks. He really sucks. <laughs> and he, he looks like shit uh, as Captain... <laughs> he looks... <laughs> Just don't get don't get personal, <laughs> no. on guy. He looks like shit in the he suit. He sucks in the movie. He looks like shit. <laughs> I hate his fucking face. Yeah. I do yeah. hate his face. His voice is stupid. <laughs> oh man! And and what about those ears? Yeah, so, I hate his ears, and he's got a stupid butt. Obviously, yeah, and his ears are. St- oh man, the costume is so <laughs> bad. I do hate his ears. <laughs> And his stupid fucking face. Um, so I'll tell you a couple of great moments in this movie. So it starts off. It's nineteen thirty six. And uh, some Nazis steal an Italian boy who's good at piano. (laughs) And they're like, we want him for his mind. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to genetically fuck with him and make him into the Red Skull. Okay. And then after that... We need we need a piano playing Italian boy <laughs> to make into a We're German. Make him into a German Nazi <laughs> with a red head. We're getting from point A to point B on this one. We're just taking a and while. I don't understand how. Okay, so anyway, he's like twelve, and they kidnap him. They kill his family, but it was all recorded. There's a some kind of recording device in the room when it happens. Right. It comes into play later. Um, and then, so they do, and they inject him. So you hear the boy screaming, and a nurse just runs away. She's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then it says on the screen, seven years later. And then it's black for a few seconds. And then it says... 1943. I'm like, I did the math. We just, we know it was, it was like 1936. Yeah. Literally 30 <laughs> seconds ago. I can figure out what seven years means. Pick one of them. Don't do both. Seven years later. 1943. <laughs> <laughs> and the Amer and the Red Skull is like, I guess people know about it. America's like, we need our own Red Skull. So we got the perfect candidate and he lives in California and it's just grown up. I thought it was going to be a kid, too, and I have this all make sense age-wise. But, no, it's just Matt Salinger, who's a guy with a pretty not-too-bad limp, <laughs> and all he right. smoked cigarettes and stuff. And they're like, this is the perfect guy. I don't know why he's the perfect guy. <laughs> yeah. They don't go into it at all. And so they take him from his family to turn him into Captain America, and they do. And now, now that little kid that was turned into the Red Skull, seven years later, is a full-grown man with a red head and a Nazi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and... Captain America. They... Now, this is the beginning of, of the whole movie. Captain America. Captain America sucks at everything. He goes to fight <laughs> the Red Skull and gets his ass handed to him, just beat down really bad. And his costume looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> it looks so bad. There's parts I'm like, did they paint that on him? It looks so. It's all like it. It doesn't even hang together right. It's such a ch- piece of shit. It's so bad. And so the Red Skull then straps Captain America to a, a missile. Oh he's damn! Fire at the White House, <laughs> <laughs> and so he does, and it's flying at the White House. And how's the effects on this? It really believable. Really, I was I was there. I'm like, am I strapped to a missile? And uh, <laughs> were you? I was. Oh, okay, a okay. missile go uh, flying towards entertainment satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And unfortunately, he was a dead. Yeah, and, and so there's this kid who's who's like, I don't know, does he live at the White House? I'm not sure why he's there. And he goes outside to take pictures of the stars, as you and do. And here comes the missile <laughs> with Captain America tied to it. And the, but the kid like through his camera, he can see up close that there's a man tied to this missile. And Captain wait a minute, Captain- there's a man tied to that missile. <laughs> wait a minute, there's a missile, also a man on it, and it's gonna hit the White House. But then, so okay, picture like like a comic, like a cartoon, like he's like metal straps that are 
holding Captain America. Oh, oh, shit. I almost forgot. Right, <laughs> right before he... Now, you know what? Forget it. It's not important. Okay. So he's, <laughs> he's really stupid. Fair enough. This yeah. movie is confusing He tricks you. the Red Skull into cutting one of his hands off. It's really retarded. And <laughs> hey, Red Skull, I bet you can't cut one of your hands off. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Mm. My piano lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got, like, metal bars that are holding, like, across, like, the midsection, across the legs, right? Holding yeah. him to the missile. And so he's like, and Captain America's looking around while he's flying at the speed a missile flies (laughs) and sees that he's going to hit the White House and starts kicking his little Captain America feet. (laughs) (laughs) And he dents part of the missile, and the kid's like, snap, snappity, snap with his camera. Not running away. Watching it and watching his little (laughs) Captain America feet. Ding, 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 ding. And he (laughs) steers steers the missile like, wow, and it flies over and away. Like by kicking his feet like he was doggy paddling? I I didn't understand at all what was happening. I'm like, what? (laughs) And it fly, and the kid's like, "Whoa!" But he got a picture of Captain America flying, flying the missile. And uh, then it shows the rocket land quite gently in uh, the Alaska. Okay, so it misses. (laughs) Yeah, from the kicks. Yeah, okay, little kicks, and it it lands very like zoom into the snow, and that's where he's going to be frozen for the next forty years. Okay, but the little kid shows his buddy, and he's like, "Oh, check it out! I got a picture of this guy on that missile." And so then they you. You, then you go through the passage of time to get to the 90s, and that little kid grows up to be Ronnie Cox, who's now the president, and his fat little friend is Ned Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> his fat little friend grows up to be Ned Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. And um, oh, Hold on. Sorry. Have they made him a super soul? Like, is, yeah. Is yeah, it the whole oh, thing, yeah, or they did they just go, this guy's the guy with the limp who smokes a lot. <laughs> Let's just put a suit on him. Let's go fight yeah. that. Let's fight these Nazis. He's him. like coughing up cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did the whole thing to him. It's not as obviously not as good as Captain America: The First Avenger. Sure. He's just sitting in like a like a desk chair, and they just flash him lights, and he's like, ah! <laughs> I'm, I'm amazing now. <laughs> yeah, I got a desk chair at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a bunch right. of lights, <laughs> some lights. Yeah, let's do this. So Captain America, <laughs> strobe light and a dust chair. It gets uh, thought out by some team of whomever, and he's running around. He winds up in Canada, and uh, and he di- and he just sucks. Like, and Ned Beatty figures it out, and he's going to go try and find Captain America. And here's like just over and over, Captain America just being like not a hero. Where he's running through the woods, and Red Skull is now like not red anymore. He's had some surgeries, so he's just like really scarred up. I don't know. They couldn't afford the makeup for the whole regular. Movie. Skull yeah, now? like yeah. why would you take away the one defining character right? of a character called Red Skull? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not my name anymore. Please stop calling me that. I'm now normal. Now they call this man. Now they call me Normal Skull. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I want that to catch up. I'm regular face now. Shut up. <laughs> Here comes my arch nemesis, regular face. <laughs> and he sends, so he's like, he sees a newspaper article about Captain, like, oh, look at this guy that we unfroze. And he's like, it's him. And so he sends his two daughters, his kids, to go kill Captain America. Okay. So they, and these two, like, teenage girls, <laughs> I don't know, maybe what? they're college age, run out in the woods in Canada chasing, chasing Captain America down. He's like, eh, 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 running. And this is where I'm like, Captain America is supposed to be, like, the leader of the Avengers, like, you know, the biggest Marvel's, like, number one guy. And he's just taken, taken apart by this 20 year old girl with a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> 
You get shot in the arm. You're like, ah! take that. And, and Ned Beatty has to save him. That's this. The, that's the state of this Captain America. That <laughs> Ned Beatty's saving him from teenagers. Big fat Ned Beatty's like, oh, oh, now, this is my favorite thing in the movie. He's driving with Ned Beatty and doesn't believe Ned Beatty that it's 1990 and all this stuff has happened. And and then he's like, and his voice too. He's not. He doesn't sound heroic. Like I'm a, I'm Captain America or anything. He's like, they're driving along. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> they're driving they're driving along and Ned Beatty's telling something he's like I'm gonna be sick <laughs> <laughs> pull the car over I'm gonna be sick <laughs> I'm so- Captain America do you like my bolo tie <laughs> so Ned Beatty pulls it over and Captain America like walks like uh, I don't know like 20 feet behind the car to lean on a post and Ned Beatty gets out and walks over and he's like are you okay and as soon as Ned Beatty gets there he's like when he t- runs and steals the car, <laughs> what? it was a trick. So he walks like he's like, "Oh, I'm sick," and walks over by a post. And Ned Beatty walks over, and then he runs back to the car. Ned Beatty's like, "What? Yeah. I steals- saved you!" Yeah, steals the car and he drives to somewhere and like gets a trench coat. And a, <laughs> a I'm going to party. He gets a sack to put his shield in. <laughs> he goes on a canoe trip. Yeah, and eventually goes back home to California, and he finds the daughter of the woman he was in love with back in the '40s or whatever. And he's like, "Well," and she, but she's still there. She's old now. He's like, "I guess you're old, so I'll bang your daughter instead." And they have like a <laughs> yeah. thing going on and whatever, and so it goes on forever. Like Captain America doesn't do anything; he doesn't fight anyone very well. He keeps on getting like bamboozled by people. Can't figure nothing out. Can't fight anybody. And the president's been kidnapped. And uh, by ninjas. Yeah, it's really stupid. And but what's great is then about a half an hour later in the movie, he's driving around in Italy with the daughter of his ex of his girlfriend, ex girlfriend, and they. Uh, and he, he doesn't want her to come with. So they're driving down the street in Italy, and he's like, pull over. I don't feel good. <laughs> and I'm like, no. That's his one move. No. Do it again. And then, he, yeah, he gets out and leans on a wall all, like, chattering. Like, and she comes over, like, you okay? And he's like, zing. <laughs> and he runs You're stupid, man, baby. He fucking takes off. I'm like, that's that's the most, that's your big move, Captain America. Is, zing, I stole your car. Why wasn't there more of that in I the one we one. saw? <laughs> I know. And yeah, he's yeah. just a tricky douche. Yeah, and it doesn't work out because she ends up having to come save him anyway, like five minutes later, because he doesn't know how to speak. So Italian. the whole movie is him just being like, "I'll do it myself," and then not being <laughs> yeah, able, not to. being able to I'm do not, it I'll at do all. Do it myself. I'll steal your car. Do it myself. Help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what's great too is then when he so he frees Ronnie Cox, the president, and Ronnie Cox is trying to help him, and this guy shoots Ronnie Cox in the arm, like in the right in the right in the right shoulder, and he's right handed, and he's like, ah. But then he goes and fights the guy. He's, like, throwing punches with that arm. Then the guy, like, Ronnie Cox goes to punch the guy, and the guy, like, catches his fist, like, slap, yeah. and squeezes it. And that makes Ronnie Cox go, not, like, not shot in the arm, but, no. like, ah, don't squeeze my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> my only weakness. Yeah. Firm my grip. Knuckles. Your kung fu grip is my only weakness. <laughs> And the ending, the way he, like, he, oh, man, the way he kills the Red Skull is just absolutely hilarious. He plays him a tape of the piano music that he used, used oh, to play when he was 12. Gets him all And he gets uh, him emotional. all emotional and just throws a shield at his face and knocks him off Go-dum. a cliff. And it's just a dummy. There's this great, like, huge wide shot of a dummy falling down a cliff, like, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and then the last shot is a Captain America just turning at the camera, going, and freeze frame on his face. Credits roll. Like, this is uh. fucking insane. I left out, every, like, there's I could talk about this for another hour and a half. Yeah. It was so fucking bananas. Awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I love it. Pretty insane. Ch- ch- check it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eight out of ten. Oh yeah, what a sounds like a good mess. double bill. Yeah, yeah both uh, of those. Totally. I, I can't say I didn't enjoy myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty pretty horrible. He's just the worst. <laughs> Fuck Matt Salinger. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have, definitely have to check out some clips from that. And maybe even watch it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> His little car stealing moves just. Zing! <laughs> I wish there was more zing in Captain America too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking of zing, I gave you guys an album to listen to. Yes. Yeah, you sure uh, did. Uh, so did. last uh, last week I lost, and to punish Greg and Casey, I gave them the 1989 album by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the <laughs> Coming Out of Their Shells album, which uh, was originally a uh, sort of touring yeah, musical, Broadway, not Broadway, musical but, tour. Yeah, uh, from nine. Sorry, nineteen ninety. Uh, this was sponsored by Pizza Hut, um, <laughs> and they and they ended up putting it on pay per view, uh, and then they eventually released a soundtrack featuring such classic songs as Pizza Power, mm-hmm. Skipping Stones, mm-hmm. No Treaties, April's Ballad, Count on Us, Sing About It, Tubin. Tubin. Uh, yeah. Tubin. <laughs> that was confusing. Yeah, there's a lot confusing about this. So I love the summary here from the... Uh... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pedia. <laughs> Uh, the Ninja Turtles have decided to travel around the world and meet their fans face-to-face singing songs they wrote. Though while the Turtles are enjoying their time singing and dancing for fans, Shredder's decide- Shredder decides to make an attempt to stop the Turtles from making people happy. <laughs> uh, Shredder, with the help of Baxter Stockman, comes forth with his, comes forth with his D-harmonic convergence converter. What? Using this device, they will steal all the music in the world. And, al- and, al- <laughs> and also, it weakens the turtles if they stand in front of it. <laughs> Once Shredder arrives on stage, uh, the turtles have to retreat and come up with a plan to save the day as the fans are tortured by Shredder's bad jokes and singing. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't believe there's any of that on the album, but I love that uh, summary. Also, if they stand in front of it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like... Like, they needed a plot point at the very end. Like, oh, the turtles need to be weakened somehow. Yeah. Uh, they the stand mis- in front of it. music-stealing machine yeah. makes them weak. Also, <laughs> apparently there was some singles pressed on vinyl that had uh, that played in jukeboxes at Pizza Hut's. That's awesome. Oh, that is, that is objectively awesome. Yeah, somebody has one of those that's probably worth, like, shitloads of money. It's uh, it's interesting that, you, uh, that that was the plot, 
because I didn't. All I did was listen to the album. Yeah, yeah. And I would not have gotten that plot. No, from no, those songs. absolutely not. Uh, like, and and the whole time listening to it, uh, I kept thinking like, the people who wrote these songs had no idea what the plot was. Yeah, because it's yeah. Like it's all over the place, and and like they didn't even really know what the Ninja Turtles were about. Like it's like okay, what what are they? Well, they're like these teenage turtles. They like pizza and they live in a sewer. Go. (laughs) And and at some point, I want them to go tubing in that sewer. Yeah, that's all they told them because the rest of the songs, like the first song, which I think we can all agree, kind of sounds like a Living Color song. Pizza Power? Or? Pizza Power. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's basically pizza just power. all about how delicious pizza ba, ba, is. Ba, ba, ba. And also pizza how you got how you got to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like another 90% well, of the lyrics of uh, I know like, that when pe- when I'm eating pizza it makes me really want to stand up for what I believe yeah, in. Yeah, yeah exactly. follow my dreams, man. Yeah. My dreams of eating more of yeah. this pizza. Yeah, this pizza is <laughs> delicious. Trying to stop and I also like civil rights. Yeah. yeah. What are you trying to stop me from eating pizza? Fuck you. <laughs> um but like it seems like ninety percent of the lyrics of, of every like of all of these things are like uh, sometimes you gotta fight if you believe you're right and if you're not right then you don't fight. <laughs> like it, it's just a lot of that kind of stock eighties uh, uh, hard rock lyrics. Yeah, it seems like there was. Well, there's a lot, a lot of, of like it, they they definitely jump on a couple of specific genres or you know uh, tropes of that time period like there's the Bon Jovi yeah. acoustic power ballad uh, I, which was that was that uh, April's April's no, ballad no. was uh, that's more a, piano-y kind of yeah like, yeah that one is the first one I was like what am I listening to <laughs> yeah that's weird <laughs> that one's more like a Tiffany song totally it was really weird and like really sensitive and stuff like that and it was like there were more I feel like there was a lot of a lot of ballads on this album yeah, yeah. that were Highly emotional and sort of dark. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, that's Casey was saying before we recorded about the lyrics about how it was a different album when you started listening to it, yeah. just actually paying attention. And I listened to Pizza Power a lot. <laughs> I listened to Pizza Power maybe yeah. five or six times, and then I skimmed through the rest, being like, "Well, this sounds about as boring as I yeah, expect yeah, this to be." Yeah. But I didn't actually listen to it. And I listened to it on Groove Shark. Now I don't know yeah. if, if it was in the right order because I I'm got not sure like, either all of the ballads in a row. So like it had all of the. Like up tempo songs bunched together, and then I got like five ballads in a row, and I'm like, "What is going on? What am I listening to? What am I doing with my life?" And like, I'm in love with turtles now. And uh, but then they sneak a rap, then that Cowabunga song was yeah. wedged in there amongst the ballads, which is a pretty some really bad rapping. What's that lie that uh, surprisingly bad? Rapping. <laughs> yeah, he put the down his weapon and thing. he picked up an instrument. A different kind of message is what he implements. Oh. <laughs> I think That's... I wrapped it better than the guy did. It's, it, it's really it doesn't like he's really wedging in there implements. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah, I don't know. This is not how I expected this thing to go. No. Um, Whoa, and I didn't but, even hate it. Like, okay, so there, there, there's some there's some dialogue from the VHS on this uh, Turtlepedia. Yes, please. and apparently there was an exchange with Shredder and a kid in the audience where he pointed at him and asked him his name. The kid was like Peter, and then Shredder goes, "Is that your sister?" And the kid goes, "Cousin." And Shredder goes, "Cousin, what's the matter? Couldn't get a date." Uh. <laughs> so they were ridiculing these children. <laughs> Good. Well, Strutter is evil, right? Uh, uh. But I, I don't yeah, like I'm, the implications of that. Yeah, <laughs> being honest. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that I kind of enjoyed listening to this album. <laughs> uh, see, I, I can't say that I necessarily enjoyed it because I get really embarrassed when somebody 
uh, over emotes something. Yeah. And yeah. the guy singing, or like I guess all of the guys, although yeah. they all sound very similar. On yeah. This thing. Um, the guys singing. There's just a lot of vocal runs and a lot of hey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of vocal runs that I'm just like, um, you're singing about how tubular pizza is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he's off the mic a little I bit. I was trying to picture the guy in the studio, like, trying to, you know, really sell it, you know, working on that song. I can't remember the name of the fucking Bon Jovi one in particular. That one just killed me. It's like some professional musician, some guy who spent his life, you know, honing his craft and <laughs> yeah. sitting alone in the studio singing this crap. Yeah, I don't care. I feel like that was no treaties. No, no, it was, it was, this, it was one of the slow ones. Here, let me see if I can pull up the song lyrics. But I, I listened to this primarily. Was it Walk Straight? Count on Us? Sing About It? Oh, man. Skipping Stones? Couldn't have been Skipping Stones. The uh, only other ones on here are Coming Out of Their Shell, Tubin, Pizza tube. Power, yeah, April's maybe... Ballad. Count on Us is a ballad, I think. Yeah, I think it is Count on Us. Anyway. Also, there was a dance mix of Count on Us. Oh, I want to yeah. hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I listened to most of this stuff while I was out walking around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, experiencing it outdoors and stuff like that. And today in particular is a quite a nice sunny day. And I was yeah. listening to so it. So you loved it. I'm like, this is, you know. I <laughs> 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 kind of upbeat about this. <laughs> I could eat a pizza. <laughs> I could go tubing. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a radical party, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no treaties. <laughs> Yeah, I don't awesome. This is a, I mean, I won't go back to it. No, but this wasn't unpleasant. No, exactly. Okay. I, I thought it would be more of a fun, a fun yeah, one. It was really stupid and really, again, really weird how sensitive a lot of these songs are. Yeah, like half of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Very disjointed. Mm-hmm. Well, I had no idea that there was any sort of uh, music stealing. Yeah. Uh, no. Ray. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, also according to this, I got to tell you, go to this Turtlepedia page for coming other shells. There's some gems on here, but they were. I was just reading that uh, songs not uh, seen in the home version and uh, soundtrack was a song by Shredder called "I Hate Music." <laughs> I was like, I want to hear that one. I feel like that was the, that was still the message of the songs yeah. that were on it. <laughs> See, that's what's missing from this album is that angle of like. The bad guy. What they're like, out there to fight instead of everything being like, we're turtles, everything is great. And, and then like being like, but we're so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like these, I don't know, bipolar turtles. Yeah. <laughs> That's originally what it was about. Yeah. And they were like, Deemed no, too dark. I don't know, music feeling machine or something. Things. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Pizza and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, since you had such a nice sunny time with this, I'm assuming that you will uh, go easy on us. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking that when I was on my and way. And you here. decided that great. It was, it was so <laughs> nice out, and I'm like it's fucking summer music, man, or some nice like spring walking music. Yeah, and I think I'll give these guys an album I like. Yeah. And then I thought, fuck those no. guys. <laughs> you had me there. You had I know. me. Yeah, I was yeah. along for the ride. No, listen, so you said no. In I'm so <laughs> that was when I knew <laughs> I was in for a treat. <laughs> I'm so pleased with our new television segment uh 90210 okay. oh yeah yeah that i just i really gotta give you guys brian austin green's album <laughs> oh. he's he plays a lovely david silver on the oh, show no. is he a rap he has a rap album called one stop carnival from you know 1996. what 1996 you know what i when i the reaction from there went from so scared <laughs> to kind of excited when you when i realized it was a rap album because <laughs> a yeah. terrible funny rap album from an actor that shouldn't be rapping could be hilarious yeah, yeah, but if yeah. this was like a rock and roll album out of like, <laughs> what's the what's it called? One Stop Carnival. 
w- one, one stop, stop carnival. He's your one stop carnival, man. Yeah. This album's called Limited Carnival. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of going to multiple carnivals to get your fun? <laughs> Are you tired of a carnival that's been somewhere else? <laughs> Sick of running around trying to get fun out of all these carnivals. We have one for you. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in for that for sure. Yeah, I'm in for you guys to listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's get rolling. Yeah. All right. So there was a bunch to pick from for good this week. Uh, I know Oculus is coming out. I'm looking forward to that. But we decided... That we are doing a we're we're revisiting a series that we once we we covered the first one of this one when it came out in theaters. Yes, we did the raid, the raid redemption. Yeah, what a and, great movie! Yeah, and, uh, awesome fucking movie. So the new one's coming out, Raid Two. Yep. Um, also directed by Gareth Evans. Uh, this one's two and a half hours, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't excite me, but I am excited because I love the raid. So yeah. yeah. I want to see what they're going to do with this. Hell yeah! Oh, I'm also interested how they're going to stretch a movie like that out to two and a half hours. Just wall to wall action. It better be. Yeah, it's not. Apparently, it's not. Uh, you know, they don't hole up in one okay. building this time. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just more of a, a general story. action movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I loved the Raid Redemption stuff coming out of this. Uh, you know, yeah. early screenings and the first yeah. was fucking so yeah, good. The first one's amazing. Yeah. So fucking good. So uh, <clears throat> obviously one of the most uh, hyped action movies today. Raid Two's coming out. Yeah. Uh, amazingly shot. You know, edited well. <laughs> uh, yeah. What could we maybe pair with this? That's a Netflix pick because uh, there ain't nothing in theaters. Not right now. too much stuff this week that looks like a good counterpoint. Yeah. So you know, we went, we dug deep, <laughs> <laughs> and we found uh, one of. I guess people call this one of the worst action movies ever. Yeah. Uh, I remember right when it came out, like our like word one of this was that this is just not a good movie. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I remember not a movie that should have been made. Yeah, yeah, and like the posters are really selling this. I think it was just it was a year or two after the Matrix, and it was very like you want people in leather wearing sunglasses shooting guns. I do. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I don't know why, but the title of this always confused me. Me too. Because I don't know anything about it, no. yeah. like uh, about the characters. Yeah. And apparently, it's based on comic book characters or something. Sure. Okay. Um. I had no idea. Well, it is Ballistic X versus Sever from yeah. 2002. Yeah, uh, one another one of those movies where we're trying to kill each other, but wait, we got to work together. No, oh, no, and be really boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen one uh. clip from this on YouTube. And uh, boy, did they not know how to shoot and edit action, apparently, because it does not look exciting or thrilling in any way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, stay at home and have a sucky time and go to the theater and see possibly what's going to be the best action movie of the year. All right. Yeah. Casey's rolling. Here the Raid go. 2 versus Ballistic X yeah, versus Sever. Yeah, here we go. Casey has rolled. Oh, oh, right oh. Under my That's chair. a one. Oh, son Is of it? a... Yeah, look. Oh, man. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, that's a one. Yeah, that's a one. All right, I'm rolling. You never know. I roll low, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, uh, I am rolling. I have rolled a one. Also a one. Ah, sweet. I'm still in the game. Okay, (laughs) I would like to get out of this game. He's rolled a two. two. (laughs) All right. So now we re-roll. You two. Yeah. Okay. I'm rolling. Hell, I'm rolling. Ballistic Gorman. That's six. Oh, six. That sucks. Yeah. Casey. Casey. That don't bode well for me. Yeah. 
All right, rolling Casey's this thing on the bouncy tiles really does. Yeah, that thing is it's roughing up the old edges. <laughs> it's chipped. Yeah, Casey has rolled a three. 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 That is not as many as six. No. no. Casey's going to see Ballistics X versus Sever at home. <laughs> I'm going to see the raid, which might make me, me vomit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Two and a half hours of vomit-inducing um, action. Yeah. <laughs> the might might kick in my motion sickness. We'll Pretty see. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Oh, boy. Um, so let's move right on from that, uh, from rolling straight into our 90210, oh, yeah, corner. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been relaying the first season of 90210. I watched the pilot. Greg watched episode two. Now Casey is watching episode three, and he made a lot of notes. Yeah, yes. I, I will just say two things to start out. One, you guys both had said, now, I made a lot of notes for this thing. <laughs> And, and in the back of my head, I was like, well, you know, I don't know. But I'm just like, I don't know, make last notes. And then I watched it. And I have I have a longer list of notes than I do when we watch a two-hour movie. And this is a 44-minute television yeah. show. And I was also worried. This is the second thing. I was also worried. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to attack this thing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to you know, like find original yeah. points to, to find how crazy it is kind of thing. Yeah. This movie does that for you. Or this show does that for oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. This show is fucking insane. Yep. In the but in the weirdest way. Oh yeah. Um, okay. First of all, uh, the was... episode is called. Oh shit! I don't remember what it's called. Uh, but the logline <laughs> is three. Bre- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Brenda can't keep up with Kelly and Tiffany's shopping, which leads to some serious overcompensation later. That doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Walsh clan hire a maid. No. Uh, so. All right. That those should that should be like five minutes of notes. It's not. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, the theme song is really long. It's super long. I don't know why it has to be that long do, for do, a do, song. Do. It's just a bunch of. Does it get into that yet? Is that got that part yet? I don't know. Do, 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 do. It, no, no, no. Because yeah, it, it was a lot more sitcommy. Like there's a lot yeah, of Zach's yeah. uh, <laughs> <power> walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now it's do like that a, for another ten minutes. <laughs> a distant ghost singing it. High <laughs> school. Um, okay, so uh, to start out the thing, Brenda wants to go to the mall. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Brenda. Yeah, she wants to go to the mall with Kelly and Tiffany because Kelly and Tiffany are cool. Uh, Who's and Tiffany. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I assume what they do is they, they put in uh, just a random girl. Yeah. Like, if they want, like, a troubled character, but they don't want to have yeah, that yeah, flesh yeah. her out, they just go, oh, Tiffany's a girl they hang out with all the time, but you never see her except for this one episode. Right. Um, so uh, so she go, she says, Mom, I want to go to the mall. Or, no. She wants... No, she, wa- she starts out wanting to go on a <laughs> Twilight horse ride. <laughs> And her mom's like, I don't want you to go on a Twilight horse ride. And then that's never spoke of again. Um, and then Brenda goes to the mall with her friends. And a Spanish lady shows up at their house. And she doesn't speak any English. And the mom, and she's like trying to talk to the mom, but she's like speaking English. And then she just starts cleaning the house. And the mom's like, I guess we have a maid now. What? Because uh. some woman just comes in and starts cleaning her house. She's like, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, get into it. Um... And then, okay, then we cut to uh, anything can happen in California, (laughs) especially illegal immigrants just showing up and cleaning your house. Um, And then we go to the classroom where the teacher's teaching them Les Miserables. Um, And she says, Les Miserables, 
Sounds pretty miserable, doesn't it? Oh, like, all right. The writers room got they fucking they're getting paid what they're worth. That's worth. true, though. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's right there in the title, yeah. except it's in French. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I see. I had no idea. There's layers. I don't guys. really get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it is in French. Uh, so uh, so yeah, the teacher makes a point about how it's important for us to remember what poor people are like, mm-hmm. or something. Cool. Is this going to mirror the rest of the episode? Is this uh, a- yeah. Oh, wicked. Well, because I don't know if you know the story of Les Misérables, but uh, Jean Valjean steals bread yeah. for his starving family or his starving self. I don't remember, yeah. but um, uh, yeah. So that that sets up. So a someone's whole- going to steal bread in this episode. Uh. Maybe or okay. Jordache jeans. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Some hyper color. So then, <laughs> and my family needs hyper color. <laughs> my family only eats hyper color. <laughs> they don't eat bread. Um. So then, over the PA system, somebody announces that there's a sale at a store in the mall. <laughs> so I love this school. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good school. <laughs> Yeah, so, they they really are are lax with their like airwave uh, policy. Like in the in the pilot, it was like this dude fucked this girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a sale over at Stacy's department store, and yeah. Brandon bone that chick over there. <laughs> <laughs> Boner of the week goes to Brandon. <laughs> also, the microwaves have been set up outside. Go get at them. Lunchtime. We're rich. Um. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so then there's a poorly poorly filmed stock footage montage, and then Brandon gets a job at a place called Nitro. And cool. Somebody says you got a Nitro job, and he's like, "Yeah, it's Nitro." <laughs> and then uh, and and then Luke Perry's like, "Hey, I hear I hear they have good cumin there, <laughs> which is just a spice." <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. What, what is Nitro? Uh, that's the name of it. Is it like an all like is what do you club? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a restaurant. Okay, because right. okay. I was like, okay, it's like a store. Like a, I thought you meant like you got a job at like a, a clothing store. store no, no, it's a, a it's spice a... store. <laughs> I get all my jeans from Nitro and my cumin. <laughs> <laughs> Pockets full of cumin. Yeah. <laughs> it's built in cumin sportswear. Yeah. And all our, our all our pockets come pre-stocked. <laughs> yeah, uh, I bathe in cumin now. <laughs> it's good for your pores. Um, so yeah, so apparently it's a restaurant with really good cumin. Um, and then is that okay? Not to stay on this cumin thing. <laughs> no, let's explore the cumin thing. But I don't, I've never heard of anyone saying just the spice of in a restaurant. I know, like, like they have this really good spice. Uh, <laughs> hello, you can buy Luke, anywhere, like yeah. anywhere, and yeah. it's all just cumin. What would you There's like? Not good cumin or like, bad. <laughs> what would you like today, Luke Perry? The usual, a plate of cumin. Yes. <laughs> Just a plate. And for, for dessert, I would like a whole plate of cinnamon if I could. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. What what constitutes bad cumin? Yeah. No bad idea. Cumin, not very good. Yeah. yeah. So, they have the best cumin in the, in L.A. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I'm glad. Okay, we're done. I, I'm sufficiently cumin. You feel good about <laughs> yeah, the cumin? I feel good. Okay. Um, okay, so now we're at the mall with, uh, with Brenda and Tiffany and um, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany... Uh, steals a dress, but nobody else sees her do it. Oh, man. Um, and then the next day, she shows up at, at school wearing the dress, and someone goes, hey, that's a nice dress. And she goes, yeah, it's a kick for sure. 
<laughs> and I was like, that's not how that's not how people talk, let alone fucking teens. It's a kick for sure. Sounds like you've never been on a kick, Casey. You're the, or, or in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because as the resident young guy, that is true. You are younger than I. Uh, you haven't, you know, you just haven't experienced a nice new dress on a summer day, buddy. Yeah, yeah. makeover. Yeah. That's because I refuse to shoplift. You guys. Oh, buddy. <laughs> How are you going to feed your family? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, there'll be water. There'll be hypercolorless forever. Yep. But uh, but anyway, so so yeah, Tiffany steals a dress, and then she's wearing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out. David Silver. <laughs> Is just videotaping girls. He's just wandering around videotaping girls. Yeah, like that's not creepy. As you were wanting to buddy, do in the nineties, buddy with him. No, just him oh. and and a giant video camera. Yeah, and then Tiffany just takes her dress off in the middle of the in the middle of the hallway. Yeah, I don't know why exactly. Right. For the camera. It's yeah, for, for the, the camera. Okay. Uh, and then she just takes her dress off, and she's just in her bra. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't understand what the point was. But I think that's just to show what a crazy yeah. times slut she is, right? Um, <laughs> so then we cut back to mom and the cleaning lady, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and the mom is just freely, openly talking to the cleaning lady who's just cleaning and who it's always already been established does not speak a word of English. Uh-huh. And the mom is going, you know, I, I know it's. She goes, I know it's loco, but I can't watch anyone clean without also cleaning. Uh, Comprende? Like, because she put in two Spanish words to the sentence... Yeah, the, the cleaning lady's gonna comprende. Totally yeah, cra- yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like blah 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 blah. Crazy. Blah 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 blah. You get it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy. I walked like, in your house and started cleaning. Yeah, yeah, and then you started talking to me. Yeah, crazy. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, uh, this the Spanish cleaning lady's like, eh. and so she just keeps talking. Like this, this bit. She's not being. She was the one that showed up. She's yeah. not being held against her will. Like, no. but she just keeps showing up. Oh yeah, it's it's also let on that the that the dad accidentally hired her. Okay, that or something. All right. So there's so, yeah. the missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, uh, yeah, Tiffany and Brenda come home, and Tiffany's like, "Hey, can I stash some of my stuff here in your closet? Is it I don't drugs? want to carry it around. Oh, no. Uh, no, it's stash. stolen dresses. Okay. If yeah. you've been following the plot, I haven't." <laughs> You lost me at Q. I'm yeah. still thinking about cumin. Yeah. It could have only been one of two things: <laughs> stolen dresses or cumin. Okay, <laughs> follow the storyline. Cumin, cumin, cumin. <laughs> hey, can I keep my cumin in your closet? Yeah, that's a good cumin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, so yeah. So then Tiffany puts the stolen dresses in the closet. And Brandon shows up to his work, and his boss is just a two-dimensional bitch. And I think at one point he says, boy, she's a bitch, which she's not wrong because she is. Uh-huh. And then he thinks he's going to be like a high profile waiter that everyone's going to love. But it turns out he has to go work in the kitchen to prove himself. And he goes in and li- and works in the kitchen. And they're all like, hey, we're Vietnamese immigrants. They all have perfect American accents. But they're like, we're Vietnamese immigrants. We don't make very much money here because we work in the kitchen. And he's like, OK. Um, so that's that's going to set up his storyline. Right. Uh, so then Bre- Brenda and Tiffany go back to the store, and then they get busted for shoplifting. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tiffany, <laughs> it's pretty great. 
Um, the, like Tiffany sends w- Brenda without knowing that that Tiffany's about to shoplift. She sends Brenda to go sort of create an unwitting diversion. Mm-hmm. Um, while Tiffany wildly stuffs fucking eight different dresses into her bag, like in this big miming kind of yeah. like I'm shoving everything into my bag right now. And but I'm not gonna don't pay kill for nobody. It. And so, obviously, the store clerk sees her and goes, stop shoving things clownishly into your bag. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so then the, the, the store clerk catches her and takes her to secu- the store security, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she finds a box in this Oh, yeah. This is, um, this is point. I have so many notes that yeah. I'm like... Like, this would be a point to, to talk about, but there's just so much to get through. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, okay, so then... Uh, oh, where am I? <laughs> oh, yeah, so then they call the they call Brenda's parents and go, Gee, Brenda, shoplifting, come down to the store immediately. And then they cut back to them being detained by store security and, goes, uh, and she goes like, hey, how about I just pay for the dresses? That way it's not like I stole. And they're like, okay. Well, I'm like, why didn't you do that before your parents were called? Yeah, uh. like call my parents and then I'll pay for everything. <laughs> but then the parents show up and they're, uh... oh yeah, and this is kind of weird. Brenda goes, like her parents are all mad, and Brenda goes, "Can't we just forget about about all this?" And the dad's like, "Okay," and the mom's like, and the mom gives her a look like, "No, I don't forgive you for this." But then the dad gives her this kind of threatening look. <laughs> the mom or Brenda? Yeah, the mom. The dad's like, "It's cool," and the mom's like, "No, it's not." And then the dad looks at her like, "I'm gonna fucking punch you." <laughs> the dad looks. I said it was okay. Yeah. The dad looks at her like, "Don't make me take away your cumin." <laughs> <laughs> You're this gonna is be eating, Beverly Hills. You're gonna be eating the bad cumin for a week if I. <laughs> yeah, I've got you on terrible cumin for another week. Um, okay, so uh, uh, yeah, so then Brenda's all sad that they that uh, she was outwitted by Tiffany, and she goes, uh, "Man, kids have it bad today." And Brandon's like, "Yeah, it's like these Vietnamese people I work with. They have a raw deal, but they'll be fine, and so will you." Oh, no. <laughs> And I'm like, first of all, you're comparing the plight of illegal immigrants in America trying to make a decent wage to what fucking rich teenagers have to deal with when they steal dresses. Like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, your life is all stolen dresses and cumin. But what about the Vietnamese people in the kitchen? (laughs) They'll be okay, though, according to me. Yeah, Yeah, but he literally is like, ah, but you'll be all right. And so will they. End of discussion. (laughs) Out of my mind. (laughs) Uh, So then... Uh, Brandon finally finds out that the Vietnamese people aren't making minimum wage and he's like but that's illegal and they're like yeah well that's how it goes in America and he Brandon finds out that the American dream is not all the crap got to be. Oh, Brandon. Um, oh, boy. So he goes in. So he goes up to his boss and he's like I just found out that these immigrants aren't being paid a fair wage uh, and, and I won't cumin stand for it. <laughs> and I won't stand for it. I quit. And then he sits with Dylan, who's just there because he has to be in the episode. Uh-huh. And he fucking goes, "I quit. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. Free at last." And I'm like, "Wait a minute. What? You're quoting fucking uh, MLK <laughs> big speech. Like you're like the 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 poster boy for like immigrants in America." white rich teenager yeah <laughs> it was so fucking offensive i'm like all right well then he ends up getting a job at what i assume is the peach pit oh probably yeah that's the thing yeah okay i think that's what it was but i don't think that they actually said that uh-huh. um 
And then Tiffany comes. Tiffany feels bad about the dresses, so she comes and confesses to Brenda's mom that it was her that took the dresses. And Brenda's mom was like, hey... How, and and oh, and she's also Are you like, here to clean. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "See, <laughs> um, oh uh, yeah." And Brenda's mom was like, "Why do you do it?" And then Tiffany was like, "Cause my mom doesn't pay attention to me." And and Brenda's mom was like, "Hey, instead of stealing clothes, why not steal your parents' attention?" Oh mm. Jesus! Like ah, oh, moral. Ugh. And then uh, and then Brenda writes a paper. About uh, Les Mis. This ties everything together. Oh, good, good. And she goes, some people steal bread because they're hungry, but other people are hungry to fit in, so they steal dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) The end. Oh, hooray. (laughs) Yeah. That is 90210. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Great. That's that's what Les Mis was about. Yeah. I had no idea. (laughs) He should have just stolen dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, so tune in next week when I have to watch uh, the next episode, episode yes. four. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm exhausted. I. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you dude. get a couple weeks off now. I had to do it. Yeah. get to hear yeah. about it. I had an hour and a half to to, uh, to recap <laughs> the first one. I was so out of breath. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get the uh, theme song all lined up for TV Dad Cage Match. Yeah. All right. Let's go. That's a theme song. It's nice. There it is. That's a theme song and a half. Yeah. A little bit of bonus there. So TV Dad Cage Match. This is our weekly segment where we have been pitting TV dads from sitcoms from all over the map against each other in a fight to the death fight in to the death. Thunderdome. Thunderdome and style. We have some brackets that we are going from, and we uh, we also roll to find out what kind of weapons they have. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Can so who's fighting this? today? Uh, we got Mike Brady. Yeah, from the, the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch, of course. Uh, let's roll to see what weapon he's got. That's a four, which is special ability. Okay. To be discussed momentarily. Nice uh, on the floor. Okay. And then we got Tom Bradford uh, from Eight is Enough. Let's see what he's got. He's got a six. That's the uh, sometimes working chainsaw. All right. I'll get a roll here to see if he's going to get any power out of that chainsaw. One through three means no. Four through six, yes. That's a six. Yeah, that chainsaw is going to work at least once. All right. Okay. So, uh, Mike Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a little Brady Bunch. uh, Awesome. uh, This week, just to kind of get. Yeah, I used to watch it. It was syndicated when I was. Yeah, I I watched. I used to watch the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's been a long time. Thought I'd watch it again, try and you know get what his whole thing is yeah i don't even i what <laughs> just looking at pictures of them there yeah we got we got photos <laughs> he looks up. confused yeah he's kind of <laughs> like he's uh i don't remember what his job is uh but he's like uh, he's an architect isn't architect? he architect is that yeah so I many of like, these dads are architects yeah, yeah. wait that, I, that was a big thing <laughs> uh but he's very like he's affable and he's nice to the kids and stuff like that but he's fairly no nonsensey 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like fairly the, buttoned up. He's the like the the old timey dad who dad knows what's going on and yeah. what dad says goes and Yeah, yeah. But he's like a benevolent. He's a city councilman. Yeah. Oh, city oh, councilman. Okay. In episode number four of the Brady's, Mike yeah, is sworn kind of in. Architect. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, and he's also a widowed architect. He's a he right. he is yeah. also an architect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he's also an architect? Yeah. City oh, councilman man. and architect. This guy does it all. Look yeah. at that. Mike Brady, what a catch. I know. <laughs> totally. Uh, Mike enjoys fishing and camping. Uh-huh. And they imply that he's a very highly qualified and well-respected architect. Right. And, and his, quote, his quote, unquote, failures tended to be successes, oh. according to Wikipedia. What? what? Maverick. Yeah. So even when he fucks <laughs> up, he does good. Yeah. Oh, man. Mike yeah. Brady. <laughs> um, all right. And he's going up against Tom Bradford uh, from Eight is Enough. Yeah. Who is a writer? He's a yeah, he's a newspaper articleist. Right, right. And he's just like his whole thing is he's just exasperated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a lot of kids. Shit. Yeah, getting tricked into being there. You know, the little league coach and like what? Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, yeah. So, but the, there's eight is enough was more of a um, like it, it had comedic elements, and I feel like it did have an occasional laugh track, which was kind of a thing. Yeah, um, I watched some clips from it, and there was definitely a laugh track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it was more like the occasional laugh track thing, like where it, it was also it was also sort of going for like schmaltzy. Yeah, you know, kind of like a comedy drama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he 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 was a uh, writer for the fictional Sacramento Register. Right. Yes, played by Dick Van Patten. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Dick Van Patten's got the uh, chainsaw. Chainsaw, and right. Mike Brady. What would we find? What would you? Has he got a big T square? <laughs> <laughs> Drafting board. Yeah, yeah. And Maybe he, let's say let's let's give him like some some drafting material, and then maybe some like scrap like wood and metal in the corner sure in case he is want to build something oh yeah because he can build things that's right. true and yeah. he's got three kids he's got a dog he's got a maid he's got a dead wife uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> what all he... of which will become yeah. very useful he's to gonna him. he's gonna summon the ghost of his dead wife yeah yeah i don't know uh okay, he's got pain in because i like i like the idea of him in the in like a moment's notice needing to like build something wild <laughs> <laughs> of our design uh, he's a younger man, yeah, than Tom Bradford, and a bigger guy. Oh, I don't know about younger. I mean, I, I think he's probably in better shape. Yeah, uh, going, like the pictures we're looking at here is definitely at the end of the Brady. Yeah, he's I watched, looking a little rougher there. I watched yeah. the pilot uh, where they get married. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's sort of a uh, he's a little bit happier in that 70s one. Seventies fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's a he looks like he knows <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fashion wise. Yeah, yeah. Dick Van Patten doesn't seem like he knows what's going on. No, uh, he's he does he. I mean, fashion wise, he does look like he's got a very floral print shirt on. <laughs> True. In a lot of oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> Tell me yeah. that guy doesn't know what's Sorry, up. Sorry, I retract my statement. What, yeah. does, does part of his head look like it's misshapen? <laughs> well, what's his, going on? <laughs> his head has always been a very specific shape. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like that, like that, like I feel like that head is going nowhere. Right. Like y- you know, like like you can't crush that thing in. True enough. That is a sturdy head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I guess we'll try and figure out some sort of so he he can build things. He can you know uh, muster together a bunch and be their leader. <laughs> yeah. They both got a bunch though. They do have yeah. Actually, and um, DVP has got uh, his. 
parenting skills are going to be better because he's dealing with eight as opposed to six. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. They both got way too many children. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, you know, it is enough. Oh, yeah. man. And Brady Bunch is, you know, pretty, he's, he's, he's got it, you know. He's yeah. like, control. I could deal with at least two more. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Um, all right. So, uh, who's, Tom Bradford's got the chainsaw, and it is going to work. So yeah, he, fire, he can fire that baby up. Is he going to fire it up right away, though? Well, I uh, think. He, he's a writer. Yeah. And he constantly just wants to be like left alone, mostly. Like, I yeah, just, I, I feel like he's bothered. He's, yeah, he's bothered. Easily bothered and frustrated. He's constantly just yeah. That seems to be every clip I watched. He was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, why won't all these children just leave me the fuck well, alone? Yeah, why won't you all just die? So, uh, so is is that going to be his attitude coming into this? Like, ugh, I'm in a Thunderdome. Like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, he, he has a paper that's due. Yeah. He just yeah. needs some peace and quiet so he can finish this damn but article. Is he going to be upset enough to get going first, or is he going to wait? Well, he gets duped into doing everything. I think, I think what, yeah, yeah. Like, I, Does he think this is another one of their schemes for one of his eight? I think he was he was having trouble uh, coming up with a story for the big story for right. the front page. Yeah. So he's like, "I'll make news. Yeah. I'll yeah. murder a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna murder this <laughs> fellow in front of me. All right. I like that. Yeah. Another one yeah. of our classic instantly bloodlust. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Everybody needs a. Motive. According yeah. to us, every TV dad was a psycho. <laughs> A bloodthirsty psycho. That's true. There, there has to be some way to get these men to kill each other. <laughs> if we have to egg them on a little bit, I yeah, see we yeah. do it. All right, so he, he's got blood he's, in his, yeah, in, in blood his blood eyes. He's looking for headlines. Yeah, yeah looking yeah. for a, a new headline. Yeah. Now, Mike Brady, architect, All right. social man, parent. See, uh, he sees a man coming at him with a chainsaw. City councilman. I guess What's he's a good do? negotiator. Live in, he's got a live-in maid. I think this guy's got, it, got stuff yeah. going I think he's going straight. If, I think if Mr. Eight is enough is coming at him that quick, I think he's going to have to... I don't think he's going to sit and kind of talk him down. No. I think he's going to build a shield of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to... I think you feel like he's going to get to building. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If, if someone's coming at him... I don't think he's talking. No, I think no. he's, no, he's, he's going to do he's something. He's a man of action. Yeah, it's true. So what? What's he going to do? What's he going to draft up with some scraps and uh, a T square? Uh, a ninth child <laughs> for Tom Bradford. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> Distract you him. Think he's going to build? You think he's going to build like a structure to protect himself? Yeah, no, but he, he builds, builds a little child. child. Eight is enough. With little nine, nine. With little like I'm going to have to change not only my lifestyle but the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. to <laughs> nine is too many. And the child. <laughs> has little like wooden eyes that open and close like it's yeah, yeah. really really good but yeah. still looks like a creepy little wooden child yeah, yeah. but it distracts Tom Brady it's got a little wooden bowl cut he sees the ninth Tom child Bradford. Tom sorry Tom yeah. Bradford he sees uh, the ninth child has a chainsaw on his hand and thinks like I gotta kill I this have kid. to kill this kid <laughs> yeah because because eight is enough I don't think he even notices I think in his rage he doesn't even notice that it's not a real child no, no. yeah he's but like he, I don't give a fuck yeah if this thing is real or wouldn't yeah. I'm fucking I said eight it. was enough yeah <laughs> enough because Brady's so good he's got a little like piece of metal inside that he's like carved into that spins and it's like those little old uh, uh, action figures that you'd like pull the little t- thing out of yeah it, yeah, it, yeah like and, and it goes like I love you daddy 
Yeah. I'm oh, sure. one of those. Like he's got Take a little like, yeah. yeah. So he instantly knows it's it's his kid, and that age is enough. <laughs> yeah, and he's no. having none of it. I and said so he, no. So he, so now he is distracted. And he's trying to kill the wooden boy. But wooden he, boy. And he uses up his chainsaw. <laughs> this is so true. The, the wooden uh, boy's the dead. Boy. Help me. <laughs> Tell my story. Yeah, <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> uh, child, fake child, dead. Yeah. Uh, and now he's like, phew, eight is enough. I'm glad that I don't have a ninth. Yeah. yeah. Now what happens? Now does Brady use his? Uh, he's got now an opening. He turns on his city councilman thing. And is like, sir, you are a child murderer. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah so he yeah. tries to shame him. Yeah, he tries to shame him. Maybe uh, you know Tom Brady or uh, Tom, uh, Mike Brady is like a. He's a pretty smart guy. He knows how to build things. He'll work with counsel. He's got a whole family he can manage. I think yeah. he's like, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I'm a businessman uh, and you know a public figure. Maybe he's going to use his city council angle to try and get Tom Bradford to kill himself. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not well, he's not but, like a you, he, child murder. You're gonna spend your life in jail. Oh, he's poor. Like oh, eight is enough with no daddy around anymore. Yeah, eight yeah. is enough, but seven would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he's the eighth. Get I don't right know. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. Is that what is that what he's gonna do? Is he gonna try and physically kill him? Um, no, I feel I like see that because okay, because I was thinking he was gonna like shame him into sort of like like relinquishing uh, and then Birdie would sort of swiftly take care of him once he was sort of uh, like on his knees begging for mercy well, or something. Well, I don't know. Let, let's yeah, see maybe where Maybe he's going to use a public beatdown of a known child murder, wooden child murderer uh, you know, to get himself reelected to the next yeah. uh, city council. Uh, yeah. You know, oh, so he's going to publicly he's, beat he's him down. He's tough on wooden child murderers. He yeah. is, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's actually a really strong platform back it's then. So he gets, so because he, wooden child murder was yeah. rampant back then. Yeah. So he gets him up on one of the little bouncy string things, yeah. Like, yeah. hangs him up, and then yeah. just like throws all the metal at him or something. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> well, Yeah, maybe he throws parts of the child. Uh, Adam, but then I don't know. I think if your if your platform is anti child murder, yeah, you should yeah. try you to murder somebody. Of the no. the murder child. child. Yeah. No, counterproductive. Yeah. So, how, okay, how how does he kill him? Oh, what about a good old fashioned fisty fight? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> He's we'll a go big, fisty tough fights. guy, right? And, and, yeah. yeah. DVP is a little fella. I think he I think he punches him in the head for a while yeah. before he realizes while that while making that like a nice passion speech about don't murder your yeah. Yeah, child. Yeah, because like I feel like that always happened at the end of the Brady bunch that Yeah, uh, here's why you don't he, murder He always kind of delivered yeah. the more the moral message to yeah. the kids like the kids did something wrong and he was always like kids you know you can't go and bury grandma on the lawn. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> so uh so And then at the fo- when it's time to to, to uh, give the final crushing blow he says, "This is for the number nine douche." <laughs> douche. <laughs> for yeah. the ninth fake kitty killed. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, I don't know. But what? is, what's the ki- what's yeah, the kill? What's though? the kill move? I don't know. Yeah, need something. Well, we've got we've got old DVP. Maybe he builds him a little prison that he just uh, is in until he dies in Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah. All right, I'm into that. He builds a tiny little prison, yeah. and just sits and waits for. <laughs> just he starves him out. Yeah, he just yeah. sits there and fucking watches him die, and it takes a while too. Yeah. But yeah. Mike Brady's got Alice to come in and bring him some food, yes, snacks, yeah, you yeah. Know. And then Newspaper. he comes out, yeah, and, yeah. and maybe it just takes too long. And Alice's boyfriend, who's Sam the Butcher, just comes and cuts up DVP and makes him into sausages. Ah, there you go. All yeah. right, okay, okay. <laughs> turn into sausages. Fair yeah, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Done. All right, that was an odd one. Yeah, Mike Brady. Moving on. Okay, let's see here. I'm sorry. I'm gonna pull my list up and find out who is fighting next week. 
Um, sorry, my phone is slow. <sighs> I know, I'm ruining everything. What do we got here? Okay, next week, our matchup is... Okay, oh boy. This is a great one. I couldn't be happier. We got George Jefferson. Yeah. From the Jeffersons. Great. <laughs> going up against... Willie from Alf. Awesome. Oh no. Willie! Willie! With all we know ah! about with uh, all we know about Max Wright's past. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. no. There's some dark shit in there. Yeah. Max Wright. <laughs> Looks crack and hobos. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Ha! <laughs> 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 Willie. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. kill me. Watch yourself some Alf and some Jeffersons. I watched the shit out of the Jeffersons when I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I watched crap. all uh, all in the family. Huh? Yeah, I watched all in the family. Mm-hmm. And the Jeffersons. Yep. I also watched a hell of a lot of... Um, the, Alf? Uh, Alf, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was, I was like, <laughs> I wa- yeah, I did watch Alf for like a time period where I was so into it. And then the like uh, it crumbled immediately for me, too. Just like there was a point where it's like one day I woke up and I'm like, I am done entirely with everything yeah. Alf. Even though I enjoyed it very immensely. I don't know. You woke uh, up one day and well, yeah, I felt like the drop off on Elf was steep for me. It was like you know I was really into the show, and then and I then, went to watch nope. it one day, and I'm like, you know what, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the show's jumped the shark. This show used to be, here. yeah, <laughs> used to have integrity. Picture of integrity. <laughs> <laughs> I was learning stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, all well, right. Hey. Yeah, that's gonna be a good round. Pretty Stay tuned good. next week for that. And in the meantime, please follow us. Uh, you can go on modernsuperior.com and find out all of our all of our other shows. And you can find all of our written stuff. Uh, we'll get some more of that up there soon. And uh, if you'd like to follow us on the social medias, you can go to facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. Thank you for everyone that's been commenting on our, on our Facebook posts and all of that. Uh, keep it coming. It's great, and we super enjoy it. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at S-Y-N-W-P-C as well. Oh, shit, and, yeah. yeah. That's great. Do all those things. Mm-hmm. Listen to all the other shows. I believe there's a new two turntables and a bottle of wine up. Drink along is coming up soon. Uh, some faculty of horror and uh, lonely nights with Bruce Douglas too. So lots of stuff up there. Time bandits coming soon. Go listen to it, mm-hmm. and uh, we will see you next week. Internet. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh yeah, Will Smith is the devil. And there's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Ruskies. mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.